Welcome to BCC in 3 Talk, your decentralized hub for all things Web3. From blockchains to cryptocurrencies to NFTs, we airdrop knowledge and analysis from industry insiders, journalists, and founders. I'm your host, Jason Rowlett, a writer and editor at BCCN3.com. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey everyone, welcome to BCC in 3 Talk. I'm Jason Rowlett. So glad to have you along with us. You can subscribe to our newsletter at bccn3.com slash subscribe. You can get all of your Web3 news at our website. Follow us on our Twitter at bccn3 underscore media. And you can follow us at that same handle on Instagram and now TikTok. With me as always is my co-writer, Keegan King. Keegan, how are you? What's good? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, the crypto markets are, they're steadily going up. So it's, yeah. we Bitcoin just had, I guess. 30,000 this year, uh, this, yeah, year we, this week. Yeah, I think we, I hope you guys enjoyed that year long uh, dip. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to uh, never end and only get worse as everything continued crashing. Yeah. But fortunately, Cryptocurrency isn't really subject to rising interest rates uh, the same way fiat is. So things are kind of working the opposite. And it looks like everyone in the traditional finance markets are experiencing what we got to enjoy last year right now. Yes, that's for sure. With uh, bank after bank collapsing, uh, it's sent a lot of investors into Bitcoin um, precisely because it's a uh, scarce asset um which leads yeah a all of a sudden it's like oh yeah. all your banks failed oh wow you like bitcoin now wow <laughs> gee how did that happen why i thought Incredible. it was a scam yeah it's all a scam you know it's all fake like, it's just yeah it's just you know there's people who complain about crypto until they need it most um yeah it's i funny. mean obviously we'll complain about crypto too but we're we never left um yeah. you know it's like yeah, we complain about your brother or something like, hey, only I can make fun of my brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've complained about it, but I haven't sold Bitcoin this year. So um, yeah. even during the dip. But uh, but yeah, but it's led a lot of people to, uh, you know, look into Bitcoin a little bit more. And I know you had an article this week uh, coming out soon. Um, kind of going all the way back to the beginning, asking who is Satoshi Nakamoto, the uh, elusive and mysterious uh, creator, uh, whoever they are. Yeah, he was uh, actually that article came out today. It was fairly quick. I wrote it two days ago. Ah, today, it's yes. out. Yeah, and um, you know a lot of that comes back to this uh, Bitcoin Easter egg in the, I guess the. MacBooks since 2018. Somebody thought that it'd be fun if they just put the Bitcoin white paper deep into these systems. I don't know exactly where it is or how to find it, but I think it's fairly easy to just punch in some code. Um, I'm curious who found it because that's a, such a random thing to discover. Yeah, but yeah, uh, obviously, you know, if if you attach any big company to Bitcoin in any single way, the immediate rumor is, is the founder Satoshi? Is it him? Exactly. 
You know, it's it's kind of ridiculous at this point. Uh, I mean, I get it. It's fun to speculate who is this person uh, that created Bitcoin. It's just it's always just so overly quick. You know, it's like they they had this in MacBooks in 2008. Obviously, it's Steve Jobs. Right. It's like, okay, hold up a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Like, why? Like, on what? What evidence would this be Steve Jobs? I mean, right. yeah. this is in 2018. He died in 2011, 11. 2010, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I was actually so, working at Apple, a retail store, the day he died. It was... Uh, did, did everyone, like, do anything about it? Like, we we had a moment of silence. No. Did you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he died in... iPhone uh, sale. iPhone sale, exactly. Everything went on sale. Yeah, October of 2011, uh, Steve Jobs passed away. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, so they thought that it's Steve Jobs. Or that's one theory. Clearly, right? Clearly it's Steve Jobs <laughs> because of this thing that happened in 2018. Um, I don't even know if Steve Jobs ever even talked about Bitcoin. You know, I, I, I don't like know that he did. In passing, but... in interviews... And of course, if you if you try to Google that now, yeah, you're just going to get all that content. Like, oh, yeah. this new thing came out. Like, uh, he is Satoshi. Yeah, uh, looks like there's there's a Reddit uh, one about him from nine years ago. Mm-hmm. He was dying to know more about it. You, I see what you did there. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Don't nine think he ever commented on it publicly. Does it matter? He's just a person. Uh, does it matter? Oh, that was a stupid comment you'd only find on Reddit. Of course it matters. Uh, <laughs> the person that invented Bitcoin does matter. Uh, yes. Only only on Reddit would you see something that goofy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just based on that quick Reddit, that was probably the only post I'm going to find before the last couple of months because Steve Jobs' Bitcoin is a hot search term at the moment. Even if he did create bitcoin i mean i mean we just said it matters but like would it change anything yeah exactly i mean it it doesn't change anything if if we even if we knew that satoshi nakamoto was this guy and we could point to him and he even i don't think could take it down or that there would be some some force majeure to you know, obliterate Bitcoin. Um, I don't see how that could happen unless there was something programmed into it to happen. But um, I think also, I mean, clearly Steve not. Jobs was pretty, uh, I don't know, just very open about the things that he was creating at Apple. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he was like the spokesperson for like so many big products. I feel I like mean, if he, he were to... If if he made Bitcoin, he he'd be the first person to say like, "Hey, look what we did at Apple." Yeah, you know, I, I feel like he would have taken credit for that because from what I've heard, people who met the guy, he was not a friendly yeah. person. No. He was very arrogant and very, I, I guess, just brazen. You know, he he knew the products he was creating or, you know, leading. He didn't necessarily create anything. He was not a. Um... He was not the easiest man to work for. I, I have some friends in California that worked 
they they had met him and seen him and seen him in action. He was not a very nice guy, but um, he, also he was like Mister Webb too. I mean, looking back, I mean, he was one of like him and and Sergey Brin and uh, oh, the, yeah, the Apple Google. products. I mean, are... like, he was like Mister Webb. It's part of the Fang companies. I mean, this is Mister Webb too. You know, I mean, why would he go to decentralization? Yeah, they're the super decentralized company. I mean, right. you need all Apple products to really take advantage of the Apple ecosystem. I mean, it's they totally don't really opposite. integrate with anything yeah. else. Apple um, is nothing if not centralized. And I like Apple. I use Apple. I have nothing against Apple, but it's the opposite of decentralization in every way. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, everything another... goes through the app store. Like, you know, yeah, you can't they, get... They have to approve everything. And, and they're militant about it, too, which is which is good for their brand. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're, what, the most valuable company in the world? Two, tri- yeah. $3 trillion market cap. Yeah. So they clearly know what they're doing. And also, I mean, if you invented Bitcoin, you know, why would you make Apple Pay? Right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Why bother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just made this giant cryptocurrency, this revolutionary financial network, and then you introduce Apple Pay. It just it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. Or why is I mean maybe Bitcoin they didn't put on their phones because apps didn't really exist on iPhone back in two thousand nine, right? You still had to jailbreak a lot of devices at that time, right? Which yeah. no one does anymore. Um. I haven't met a single person that's, that's jailbroken an iPhone in at least a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't either. Uh, so, yeah, and I mean, maybe I guess, I mean, putting private keys on a cell phone is definitely discouraged. Uh, you know, not a lot of people are very big on that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so having Bitcoin connected to that probably just wouldn't work out anyways. But yeah, again, it just, I think the only real connection here is Steve Jobs died around the same time Satoshi disappeared. Yeah, that's the that's big... that's it. Yeah, that's the only connection. And yeah, what really got me thinking was, you know, because there was this other guy who I I feel like saying his name is really just perpetuating the stupid. Uh, claims he's made but craig wright this australian uh, businessman and computer scientist he continues to claim that he is satoshi nakamoto um he he just he obviously is not telling the truth here um because you know he keeps saying oh i got evidence i can prove it and he hasn't for like the past eight years so it's like, we're waiting. Like, if you have all this evidence, like, please let us see it so that we can believe you. Right. And and he just keeps on like, ah, uh, 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 maybe. And so it's just kind of like, that's, that's just really bizarre, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, he's making all this stuff up, right? And what is the easiest way to prove you're Satoshi? Is use Satoshi's wallet. Like, right. we're, we're all familiar with it. I mean, you know, you can it's just a quick Google search away. What is Satoshi's wallet? It's one of the largest on the network, or at least it holds one of the largest stores on the network. And if this guy wanted to prove it, he, he just, you know, give me an address and I'll send you some Bitcoin real quick. 
right? Easiest thing in the world. Or you can do a stupid ordinal NFT. Be like, see, I told you I'm Satoshi, like from his wallet yeah. or something like, you know, there's a lot of ways you can do it using the chain, using the blockchain to prove that it's you. Because you can't just go and say, I'm Satoshi and everyone's going to believe you because, I mean, that doesn't prove anything. Um, you know, I could go out and say the same thing right now. But what it kind of got me to thinking was, you know, Satoshi's wallet's been dormant for a long, long, long time, you know, since since he disappeared or even longer. Right. And if he were to start, if we were to start seeing activity on that wallet, what do you think would happen? Oh, people would go nuts. Right. Absolutely. Like that, that would, I don't think that would like change the game, right? That wouldn't change what Bitcoin is, but people would be like, <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> he's doing something. You know what I mean? All of a sudden our, our mysterious founding father is returned from somewhere. Yeah. He's, he, he exists or at least someone <laughs> found his keys. It just moved 40 million. Like it was nothing. Uh, Yep. You know, that that would be a wild moment. And I'm confident if that were to happen, even just one Bitcoin got moved, even just one Satoshi got moved. Right. The price of Bitcoin would explode. Yep. You know what I mean? People would be like, oh my God, it's it's still, he's still here. This is still a thing. People would buy that stuff up instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, it, it would be a pretty in, intense moment. Yeah. And and I'm just wondering, like, you know, would that ever actually happen? I, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, it would be weird if it started, you know, transacting from his wallet. That would be crazy. Um, people would it's probably like, be trying to source the IP address or something. I bet that would. I, I don't know if you could do that. People would be all over it. it would, they would be searching for everything. Yeah. Every nook and cranny on the Internet, you yeah. know. Yep. Especially like, who did he move it to? Who's yeah. his new wallet? Right. <laughs> and it's just, but of course, I would say, you know, the, the guy that invented the Bitcoin network probably knows how to make a wallet without KYC. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably knows how to, like, just set it up himself. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we probably look at it and, you know, I mean, maybe just turn on a VPN real quick. Like, I'm in the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> or he created that, multiple wallets to do like multiple transactions. We don't know it's him. It's under some pseudonym or something. Do Quan. Yeah, it's possible under his own DAO. Yeah, I think also. Uh, who knows? But. One thing I find interesting, right? I mean, this guy's got billions in his wallet. He Satoshi has become a billionaire through all of this, but he yeah. hasn't accessed any of it. He hasn't used it. He hasn't spent it. So like. I mean, if if he's alive and he's not interacting with his wallet, is he actually a billionaire? Right. Like, yeah. He, you know what I mean? He's like, I got all this money, but if I touch it, it's gonna, you know, change the entire financial order of the world. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna leave it alone. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. You know, it's just it just seems kind of. It's fun to speculate what would happen. Yeah. You know, in this situation that he were to move this. And it's not really something I thought about until I wrote that article, you know, especially when I wrote the Craig Wright part, because it was like, all he has to do is just move one sat, just move one sat from a, from yeah. your wallet to another. <laughs> yeah. And we will believe you. 
yeah, but it just makes amazing. me wonder like how can someone just openly lie like that you know what oh, i mean yeah uh, like uh, you don't just wake up one day and like just thinking like i i did invent bitcoin that that was me like yeah you know what i mean like you don't no one wakes up that crazy like it's like it's like <laughs> al gore saying he invented the internet or something yeah it just <laughs> wouldn't make any sense you'd be like what yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't like what did i don't know this guy just looked in the mirror one day he's like yeah i'm a I, lie i'm gonna make this up <laughs> i just don't get it it just yeah. and i just thought it was so funny like the first thing that happened after that was like y'all just like tax agencies like storming his like residence yeah his residency and they're like this like just searching through all his files and stuff real quick like which kind of really made me wonder you know if satoshi were to come out of hiding or whatever he's in yeah um like governments probably wouldn't treat him very well no he you, would, you know what i mean yeah like craig wright i mean just being someone who openly lied about his this and falsely claims himself to be satoshi and then you know he gets agents tax agencies storming his apartment in his office building maybe that's just because of him and you know everyone's just like okay we're we're fed up with this guy he's annoying but you know if the real deal were to happen satoshi comes out of hiding you know it's probably gonna be some government agencies out there is like yeah. yo we have some things to talk about yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that's an that's an interesting like what if to think about you know what i mean yeah yeah it's um <sighs> satoshi probably sits there looking at his wallet every morning after inventing the bitcoin network and he just he can't move it because he knows he'll just yeah. upset the world order and he goes i immediately regret this decision it's like I'm stuck at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he's sitting in a Starbucks somewhere with his laptop. Yeah. Oh man. You know, if I was Satoshi, I'd just be like, you know what? I just give like ninety percent of that wallet to someone good, yeah. and then just keep yeah. the other ten and be like, leave me alone. I gave yeah. you ninety percent. Just leave me alone. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm going to my private island. I'm going back to where I was hiding. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure someone would be happy about that. Yeah. But it's yeah, funny, funny, man. It's like they'll, you know, people, they'll take any small little thing and try and suggest it's Satoshi. I mean, Elon Musk, for example. Yeah. People out there is like, oh, was, Elon Musk invented it. And Elon's like, no, nah, no, it wasn't me. And it's, but here he is. He's into Dogecoin. So, like, obviously he didn't, yeah. you know, even if he said so. Yeah. Which it's up again, by the way, because he, People are just anticipating he's going to do something with it. It's up about 5% or something. You know, at this uh, point, like Dogecoin <laughs> is really just like, how much do you trust Elon Musk coin? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, how many times can you cry wolf? But, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's getting kind of bizarre seeing that kind of activity. Cause you know, it's like these people aren't investing in Dogecoin. There it is, hoping Elon causes a pump. Yeah. And it's pretty ingenuous uh, to the whole purpose of crypto. People who take this stuff seriously. And obviously, yeah. the guy that invented Doge, Dogecoin didn't take this stuff seriously. Um, but it, it does just feel bizarre that people think it's going somewhere. 
Yeah, it would be interesting to know if uh, how Elon's Doge wallet is uh, <laughs> get his wallet address with Doge and see if it goes up every time he changes the Twitter icon or something. But uh, yeah, at this point, it's like the guy could breathe and Dogecoin would go up. He'd yeah, like, oh, Dogecoin, you know, on his deathbed, and people, oh my god, he's going to use it to come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, it's 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 yeah. I, I just I can't get behind these ideas. The never-ending troll. It just you know what's really funny on. though. I, I had a friend from college, and he's a hardware engineer, and he he works in the defense industry for some company in SoCal that creates like missiles of some sort. Really smart guy, really really good friend of mine, and I was talking the other day or actually a couple couple weeks ago. And, you know, some of my computer parts broke down and he was helping me through it. And he, he asked me, he's like, yo, you know, how about investing? You been into any of that lately? And I told him, oh, yeah, you know, getting into, you know, crypto and things like that. And he's like, oh, cool. You know, it's like I got Dogecoin back in 2019. And he's still holding it. He, he held it through that entire crazy wow. pump like two years ago or last year where whatever it was two years ago, I think. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I, I was just kind of like cracking up. Like what happened in 2019 yeah. that you thought Dogecoin was a worthy investment? <laughs> he, he went, he like made something like 60 grand at the top. Oh my goodness. But he never yeah. sold. He just, he's still holding it. Wow. And I just, I just kind of crack up though, because like whatever he was thinking in 2019 clearly worked, was clearly correct, right? Because Dogecoin has gone up since and it's become one of the more well known coins. Because if you go in public and you say Dogecoin, you know, a lot of people think crypto's stupid. So, oh, Dogecoin's stupid too. They, you know, it's a match made in heaven. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, this guy, he buys it, holds it through the crazy pump, which I was just kind of like, how, how did you? managed to pull that off i mean if i had 60 grand out of 200 bucks yeah you know that's (laughs) this was pretty cheap in 2019 that was when it was effectively worthless yeah and so i'm just like how how did he even get that idea it's like i just i don't know i just felt like it and everyone at work asked me what were you thinking (laughs) and and i just i just felt like there was something good coming from it yeah, I was just like, how? What in the world? It it, it just yeah. blows my mind. It really it blows my mind. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, it, to me, it's funny though because the people today are looking at this, and Elon Musk is their only sense of will it go up or down. Mm-hmm. Or my friend, just you know, what years before you know, a few years before that ever occurred, you know, looks into it. So I'm I'm just. And it must have been something real, real vague or niche. You probably just heard something from a shady guy in the subway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And hold up a sign like, we'll accept Dogecoin. You know, it's like some homeless dude or something. I, yeah. It's like, it's just bizarre to me. Like anyone would have that thought and then it pays off compared to all these people that seemingly have slightly better reasoning to invest in Dogecoin right now. Yeah. Um. Unless I mean, if it becomes Elon the currency of Twitter, mm, there's a variety of ways that that could become valuable. But then again, if Elon doesn't see enough of a use case 
to actually go forth and implement it, how much of a use case does it have? And then you have to question, why continue holding it? What is it about the team behind it that's, you know, making it utility-based uh, well enough for something like that? And then what? And then what value? What is the utility behind making it the currency of Twitter or the currency of the internet, according to the CEO last year of Robinhood? Yeah, and you I know. really don't understand either. Is how does that translate to what, profit? How is it better than Bitcoin? Because I would I would say Dogecoin is more similar to Bitcoin than most cryptocurrencies. Yeah, right. It's just it's just a coin. Um, the blockchain it's on isn't anything special like Ethereum. You know, with all these you know ways to build on it. It's just a fairly standard blockchain with a coin that has a picture of a dog on it. And it prints something like a million coins a day. Yeah, and unlike Bitcoin, like, it's not capped, so presumably yeah. the value always drops. I mean, I mean, over time, it will. It doesn't have yeah, the exactly. scarcity that Bitcoin does. So, yeah. or the utility of Ethereum, mm-hmm. and I know Shiba Inu Coin is trying to bring that utility aspect to their blockchain. But then again, I don't really think anyone even uses Shiba Inu either. No, um, no. People are just buying and selling these like stock. Uh, nobody, yes, it could be used as a currency within a, a, an application. But again, how does that exactly translate? You know, it's like foreign exchange trading Forex is dependent on so many things. I mean, geopolitical things the weather commodities laws there's all kinds of things i tend to consider the weather when i'm buying nfts yes actually that's it actually gives me better it's better advice than what most people give uh (laughs) if it's raining i'm like probably not Uh, the best day to get an nft and but you know you see the guy like bye 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 you know the jim primers of the nft world rolling up oh, their man. sleeves, hitting buttons. Thank God Jim Cramer didn't get into that because... <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I don't know. NFTs really do seem to have fallen apart at this point. And I don't see a lot of people arguing that fact anymore either. No. Uh, it seems like the entire NFT community has just sort of accepted that this, that this exciting new asset really has no value right yeah it's uh it it has not proven its long-term use case uh like so many things i mean just comparing it to uh comparing them to other you know companies that have been around a long time they have sustained demand because they have met met market demand with value producing value that's in demand and uh nfts had a you know a hot ride there for a minute but uh they don't have the utility to sustain their value because it's you know yeah. it's it's mostly just art there are ways to utilize tokens and tokenization and tokenomics um, but right now everybody associates the application with digital art so 
yeah and it, it's uh, yeah it's just a goofy thing all around um i mean the only collection still is board apes um mm-hmm. everything else seems to have disappeared i mean pudgy penguins is all right moonbirds uh, seems to be attempting to do something but other than that and board you know, apes has of- lost a lot of value too for for many of them um, yeah I think the floor price is under a hundred thousand now. Yeah, for what it was, it's lost a lot. <clears throat> and so. and they're kind of moving a different direction, you know, with uh, at Yuga Labs, you know, trying to get into this other verse thing, mm-hmm. other side, um, trying to create video games. Which, I mean, it's cool, I guess, but I'm I'm not really certain that the people originally bought Board Apes because they wanted to play a video game. Right, yeah. Um, so it is, you know, they're they're definitely taking a gamble going to the DeFi path or the GameFi path. I mean, um, I'm just, I'm not sure that's really what their community uh, originally asked for. Um, but they're they're doing a better job than anyone else right now. You know, you look at any other NFT collection out there. There, there's just really nothing right now. I mean, what's the hottest NFT out right now? Is is nothing. I, I mean, don't even know. <laughs> yeah, no one knows because it changed every single minute. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just it got so fast and it got so useless. You know, a lot of people just kind of gave up on researching any of these things. At this point, you have an NFT coming out. I mean, maybe some people are buy it, but it's it. You know, you're really relying on the on alpha groups promoting it. Which. Yeah. I mean, the Wait. alpha groups, they, they don't care. They just want to sell it and make yeah. money. So they don't really care what the purpose of that NFT is. And what data um, are they using to, to, to make those decisions to begin with? I'm talking about like, you know, a lot of the alpha callers, not all of them, but w- what possible data on such a volatile market is there to say this is good and this one's not good other than they are behind a project that they want to sell, like you said, yeah, they don't they don't have any like signs or you know reasoning. It's just yeah. hey, these guys paid us to say this is a dope project. You should buy it. Right. Yeah. Also, we got six for free. So when you do buy them, you're buying them from us. It's so we're gonna make to... money regardless. Yeah. So yeah, the whole thing is just kind of this, this big old joke. Um, and it's it seems like the NFT. Yeah, the NFT community. I mean, it shrank for a reason because no one took this stuff seriously. Um, it, it was kind of didn't make sense to a lot. And like we said earlier, I mean, the fact that Vitalik like, kind of went on record to say, I never expected NFTs when I created Ethereum. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, so we just made this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> we just said, okay, let's just do something random with this stuff. Yeah. So it's a yeah. little bizarre. It is. Um, but I mean, the, the corporate world seems to be doing it kind of right. I, I like what Starbucks is doing, turning into like a rewards program. Yeah. yeah. Like to me, that makes sense. Yeah. When or uh, actual utility behind a token. Um, yeah. And like utility is, that's connected to something that people care about. Right. Because a lot of the utilities that we got last year for NFTs were just related to buying other NFTs. Right. And I asked this question a lot. You know, I said, what is 
a utility if it's just buying more NFTs that offer the same utility, right? Yeah. Oh, this NFT will help you buy other NFTs faster. It's like, okay, that's great. I'm going to buy it. You get it, you set it up and then like, okay, what's the NFT I'm going to buy now? Oh, these NFTs are really good at making you buy other NFTs faster. You should buy them and invest yeah. in them. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. That was the exact same one I just bought. And it's like, yeah, but this one. That's, that's and then the you can use that one to buy this other NFT sniper. And then this NFT actually ha helps you know the values of the other NFT so you know which ones to buy. <laughs> and it's just... It Even, just keeps on going in this giant circle. It's like, okay, when are these not related to buying other NFTs? <laughs> Bernie Madoff is rolling in his grave. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, uh, man. Bernie Madoff would have loved NFTs. He'd yeah, been all he would have been all over that. He would have been all over. amazing. Yeah. And it's illegal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it was frustrating to see that just happen over and over and over. And I ask these questions a lot, but a lot of these people in these NFT alpha groups, they are what what is the word i can't remember the word i think it starts an a but they're they're very uh they they will start a conflict if you say anything bad about nfts <laughs> yeah. and you know it's like if you like if you i say what i say is hey these nfts these aren't utilities we already have the utilities why like the maxis like, why, yeah it's like it's like buying a pair of scissors to open a pair of scissors from the box yeah but then you use that pair of scissors to open the other pair of scissors that you just bought. It's like, hey, why do you have eight pairs of scissors? You yeah. only need one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they all work the same. They're they're not like differences in quality. You know, they're yeah. all exactly the same functioning yeah. scissor. Exactly. And and people just be kind of like, hey man, you're fudding. Like, stop fudding. Like this this is just burning things down, bro. And it's like, okay, it's, you must drool. You must drool crayons. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what i mean like you're you're making the people of wall street bets look smart uh <laughs> that's where we're at right now and that that got really frustrating yeah you know and clearly a lot of people started to pick up on this because the mt market shrank so so much that it's it's kind of pointless to have any of these utilities that help you buy nfts but we're seeing nfts you know, attached to uh, the new one on Aptos, the Renfield, free Renfield game. Mm -hmm. I think this one poses quite a unique sort of utility that should, we might start seeing happen more frequently and it's not going to help you flip them for tons and tons of money. Uh, and I think once the flipping aspect gets removed, people are going to kind of start to see Oh, here's NFT utility actually being employed, uh, opposed to hey, this thing has utility, so I'm going to try and sell it. Which is like right. okay, now it's just a seller's market. Like we're not using these utilities for anything. But Free Renfield is this new game that is built on the Aptos network. It's GameFi. Pretty neat kind of little creation they've got here. Is I mean, personally, I think the Renfield movie looks terrible. Uh, but it's kind of this big blockbuster sort of thing. And you play these games, you get NFTs, and then supposedly you could use these NFTs like in return for like discounts. Mm -hmm. And to me, that makes a lot of sense. You know, oh, I got this NFT and now I can use it to 
you know, 10% off my movie ticket or maybe like a free bucket of popcorn. You know, all of a sudden, oh, I played this little advertisement GameFi experience on Aptos. I got an NFT. I redeemed it on their website and I got rewarded for it. You know, that's that's you using your time, you know, multiplied by effort results in a, a token that you can, you know, use. And if you were to sell that token, I mean, it's only worth the discount amount that is applied. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. And if you only use one discount per purchase, uh, you know, that, that kind of makes a lot of sense. All of a sudden is, Hey, we're just creating tokens that customers will enjoy. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, opposed to just, here's something for you to just pretend is useful. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I, I really I really enjoyed that kind of aspect of this free rent field game mm-hmm. that's coming out. Yeah. Well, that was that was another article I know you you wrote there on uh, on the website, which um, I think that one's coming out this week, maybe next week. Um, if it's not up, I think already. it already came out. Is it already on? It is. Anna's been th- yes. uh, getting with those illustrations pretty quickly um yeah it is yep. and i okay. fixed the title ah uh, uh, yes yes we... <laughs> every now and then nicely done yes oh you know every now and then we have a little uh, happens to the best of us spelling error well yeah it's cool it's cool stuff and i'm just curious to see how all these alpha groups look at and be like hey we can't make yeah. money off of this yeah where's our scam <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. A crazy market. We'll see where it goes. Uh, as always, uh, as we say, it goes up. hopefully it'll go up. Only up. But, uh, well, we'll leave it there for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you here next week on BCC in 3 Talk. Keegan, thanks so much for uh, joining in and your insight. Yeah. All right. We will see you, token fans, next time on BCC in 3 Talk. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Twitter at bccn3 underscore media and subscribe to our newsletter at bccn3.com. From our website, you can also join in the conversation in our Discord channel and Reddit page. And we will see you here next time on BCC in 3 Talk. <laughs>